Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Commentary for Seminar, episode 53. Um, with me, I have... Landon Bell. And... And Colin Kelly. And, and the other guy. Yeah, me. Yeah. You did, like, 75% of the writing for this episode. Uh, it's more like 60%. Well, because... <laughs> All right, and in this episode, in this little featurette rapper scene, we have um, uh, Randy Bowser as Klaus and Peter Cat as uh, Jones, Dr. Jones. All right, and this is kind of the episode where I tried to give you an insight into the mind of Klaus von Schwinderfield, which is about the same way as trying to get an insight into, you know, a bed of nails as you're lying on it. <laughs> so That's not uh, so fun. Uh, uh, the short they are referencing in the beginning, I should mention, is uh, the lesson presented in episode 50. Uh, kind of, to, There's kind of hints as you go on where you are continuity-wise. Uh, but right now, the past episodes have kind of been previously continuity or during season four and now we're kind of into the present moment now right so so i know this kind of doesn't make sense but uh dr jones is talking to himself after klaus erases himself and has another mm -hmm. dr jones mm -hmm. because dr. Jones. does that uh yeah dr smith radiant as always on the punishment bay or Dr. Smith. Yeah. Yep. And we have Dr. Smith played by... Oh, wait. <laughs> She's in a coma. <laughs> no more our daughter than you were truly my wife. But... Yeah, I just had to take care of that little detail. I just have to say, this is probably my, the, my favorite episode that I've worked on so far. The, the sound effects and the, all, all the music, and it was just... It was all around fun. For me. So I, I have you two to thank for that one. You're very uh, Thanks. <laughs> it was fun to write. Or at least my portion. <laughs> I can't speak for Colin. <laughs> uh, it took, I had a lot of rewrites of mine. I think I started this like my senior year. Oh, wow. So. Oh, boy. But anyways, we'll get to that later. Yeah. So, so Landon, you want to tell us about your short that we have here? Okie doke. Uh, terminal Velocity. Uh, the idea stemmed from cop cliches. And one day I just had the realization, why do so many undercover cops have 5 o'clock shadow? <laughs> and so it, it went from there and I just ran with it. Hmm. I love all the characters. They are, they're all really unique, I think. They're pretty colorful, aren't they? Yeah. It reminded me of maybe like a Borderlands-esque kind of character. Uh, I mean, as far as all of them. Right. As far as how colorful they are and uh, and their contrasts. It was a lot of fun. I thought it was the most interesting thing is every single character is named after their hairstyle. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> exactly. That doesn't always happen. I'd hate, I'd hate to meet the parents who named their kid Peach Fuzz. <laughs> <laughs> you know, give it a couple of years, he'll be a 
I don't know. Now I have Peach Fuzz holded as a homeless man in my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Like, sorry, Peach why Fuzz. Did, why did you name me that, Dad? I'll take the back door. If You'll stick you... with me. You're lucky I'm even taking you in. If your mother or Dreadlock, for that matter, finds out. And we have uh, really. I don't know if he's been in anything, but we have Andy Bundy as Five O, and then uh, Teddy Brueggemann as Peach Fuzz. And if you recognize that name, it's because it's my brother. Um, <laughs> and then uh, earlier we had Richard Casto as Dreadlock. Uh, uh, Andrew Bundy's, uh he's going to be in uh, Othello, so this yes. may be his first role then. Cool. So. Good job, Paul. <laughs> we got a new person <laughs> in. And then, of course, Jason R. Wallace as Monsieur Suave. And then, oh, this is going to be bad. Uh, Stefania. Yeah. Stefania yeah. Lindenbaum? No, Stefania is at the end. Um, yeah, this Angelina is Angelina. Yes. As Ginger. Ginger. You can tell I'm not paying attention to my to the shorts. <laughs> it's like, ah, it's not my short. I don't need the cast. Why am I talking? I'll shut up now. No, no, talk, comment. <laughs> this is so. A the character of Ginger was kind of interesting because I actually have someone in my family named Ginger. Mm-hmm. Um, so I told them about this story and they're like, um, okay. <laughs> so thankfully they didn't take offense to it. But it, Well. <laughs> it could have easily gone the wrong way. <laughs> I have to ask, is her hair Ginger or? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically. She is. Is this Leah Galino's first part as well? I've never heard her. I believe it is. I the name's familiar. She's but, great. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. Indeed, and I suppose I, I suppose I should mention uh, this episode is very heavily ad libbed. <laughs> uh, the yeah, character. no, it is. Yeah, now that you mention it. Is. It is. <laughs> Especially um, in Colin's short, though. Oh, God, Jack. Why, oh, why, oh, why? <laughs> wow. If John no, but, for that. Oh, yeah, true. But ad-libs, I think, are great if you're a director or a writer because it tells you that the actors are getting in character mm-hmm. um, and they're thinking, okay, what my character say? And you get a stronger performance out of that. Absolutely. So. I think as long as as long as they give me um, the correct reading in you know two or three takes, they can do as many ad libs as they want. <laughs> Unless you're doing Shakespeare. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, even so, you can you can do some fun stuff with Shakespeare. That's what Pete Milan's sure. for. <laughs> I mean, not with the not with the line itself, but how you say the line, it can. Change it up a bit. Right. Indeed. Oh, man. It was fun. I, I got to watch my brother record those lines. and it, <laughs> He really went for it sometimes. Nice. And I think we can say that is his first role as well. Are you dragging your brother into more things? Uh, well... He's auditioned for, for other things. I suppose this is just the episode where we get a bunch of new people into the pendant fold. And that's <laughs> totally okay. Yeah, that's what seminars for. Yep. Absolutely. I think it's how 
probably a good percentage of the people who are at Pendant now have gotten their start. All three of us, um, right? Uh, I believe so. Actually, my first role was oh, yeah, the Kingery. You were so. Kingery, huh? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say this. Ladies, we need more ladies. It's like a sausage yes. fest in here. <laughs> yes, and you, ca- you can't say that uh, it's not because there wasn't enough roles because Dreadlock wasn't either or. That's true. Yep. I was talking about on this commentary. I was There's thinking, you, me, oh, and Paul. Yeah, on the commentary. <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's true, too. Why? So you can't hear me say that you only want consumers to have red hair because a few mean-spirited <laughs> kids bullied you as a child? Fine. Ah, so uh, motivation. Um, <laughs> I did a lot of foley for this this whole episode. Um, the the boxes are uh, from my garage. I, just, I found a bunch of boxes, and I, I toppled them over a few times. You know, uh, layered those sound effects, and then the brush that she uses to uh, to comb uh, the guy's uh, what is what is his name? Um, anyway, he she combs his Handlebar? his uh, Handlebar. yeah Handlebar. his mustache, and that's a that's a brush that I used fully, and then there are other things too, but it's a lot of a lot of foley. Now because of me, we're held up here. Who am I kidding? It's hopeless. Hopeless and cliche. <laughs> everything about your job have to be so cliche. Oh, the bowls at the end at the ice cream shop are my dad's bowls. <laughs> Neat. Yeah, I, I rather liked the spoon being thrown into the bowl at the end. It's perfect and... I don't know why I didn't think of that. See, I can think of good sound effects, Colin. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> we'll get into that discussion. Yeah, a bit later. Oh. Yes, let's. Yeah, here oh. we go. All the hair puns. Hair puns, cop, fun, cop puns. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that just now? Oh, that's which, funny. Lift which part? from your back and not from your legs. Oh. <laughs> Monsieur Suave, I am so sorry for all the inconveniences has caused. Did you miss me? Why you? I think I'm finished here uh, tonight. Au revoir. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's genius. <laughs> oh, Jason R. Wallace. Quick ketchup, he's stealing the show. Yeah. <laughs> he's one of those char- he's one of those actors who can take a minute amount of uh, script lines and just run with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the walla. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, and the music too. The the music choices were pretty good. I had fun with the music. Especially in the next one. I'll talk more about that later. <laughs> It's Richard Casto again. <laughs> All these ad libs. Dave Morgan and Richard Casto gave some perfect ad libs. It was so funny. I couldn't yes. use them all, but because it was too long. <laughs> I wasn't even supposed to be here today. <laughs> That's great. Good stuff. Thanks, Dave. Oh. Thanks, Richard. Yeah. 
kind of busy right now. Oh, oh, you want to get some help, eh, from your little friend? No. <laughs> that line is made. That line is made even more funny by the fact that I didn't write Ginger to be French. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't say French on the audition call either. That it was, works out though. That's funny. Yeah, it, it works very well. The a French gi ginger. <laughs> oh, oh, dreadlock! Oh my gosh! <laughs> you didn't call. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, you can tell the cast did a good job because we're sitting here laughing at them. Yeah, we're not even commenting. We're just laughing at them. <laughs> we're like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> we're, we're, we're the laugh track that you put in the back of sitcoms. Oh, there we go, yeah. This scene was fun. Just because it's so simple. Mm -hmm. Two guys eating ice cream and then a hot girl walks in. Yeah, I almost didn't put it in there and I'm like, okay, this is all about cliches. Let's throw it in. <laughs> Five O, come on, Five O. Haven't we had enough cliche for one night? So, where are you from? <laughs> you? Come on, Five O. Five O. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah, that that last spoon one is awesome. I heard that when I was reading it too. <laughs> That's great. Great work. And then the music ends. Ooh. Uh, okay, since we're back into rappers, I should mention this. The title of this rapper is Men of Law, or, um, sorry, Man of Law, Men of Order, which is a reference to uh, Klaus as the Man of Law, because mm -hmm. he's the law, and uh, technically Jones in 33 are the uh, Men of Order in right. this uh, situation. So. He is the law. Attempt to change that. But all is well now. I am in control, and that shall... He likes his brandy. <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah, guys, I did write in. Klaus drinks brandy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not just any drink. It's it's brandy. It's brandy. <laughs> Paula did the foley. It's brandy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't drink it. Yeah, I did. Oh, Burger Pete's. <laughs> it's Lynn Cullen. And Dave uh, Morgan. Yes. So, I think I wrote this my senior year, and it's set in a Burger King mm -hmm. where I worked. Um, and I kind of, well, basic plot. Um, I was working one day, and somebody ordered everything on the menu. Uh-uh. Turns out they had just robbed a bank. <laughs> Nuh-uh, that's for real? So the police showed up. That for real happened. What? Nice. Yeah. So I kind of wrote it up, sent it, sent it in, and I think it was Jeffrey. Well, it, I think it got we sent down, and then it was a while until I got a chance to rework it. Um, but I think the last time I turned it in, Jeffrey suggested uh, Sam, who was this character in the beginning, who uh, quit, and then, you know, we got the robbers showed up. He suggested making Sam one of the robbers because he thought it was. And then Susan wanted more motivation for why Sam was robbing the place. Um, so that's where we got uh, Morgan in. Uh -huh. and, oh, Morgan. Uh, right now. I think, uh, Morgan. I think she's my favorite 
She's my favorite thing in this whole episode. I, I love the way she says Moreau Business Solutions. It sounds like moral business solutions. Yeah. Which is funny considering how the company had a big case of embezzlement. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, she's my favorite. She sounds like uh, Celia from Monsters, Inc. <laughs> oh my, that didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John. John Clark as as Sam. Do we call him Do we call him John on commentaries? <laughs> I think we call him John. Okay. John. Let's call, him, let's call him John. John. We'll make fun of <laughs> any resemblance to a bathroom fixtures later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a good joke, but I, I won't use it. <laughs> Look, kid, I got bigger problems than you right now. Moral business solutions. Mask who's calling? I'll just let myself out. Yeah, yeah, good luck. That's an ad lib. Was it? Oh, I forgot yeah. to put that in. <laughs> it fits. So. Yeah. Oh, then the music. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't even mention. Um, the music playing in the background at uh, the beginning uh, when, when Sam is mopping and uh, Carl's telling him to do stuff and... Uh, the song in the background is called I Hate You, which I thought was pretty <laughs> ironic. <laughs> uh, John and Allison Moser. Yes. Oh, they work so well together. You think they hang out? Yeah, they hang out. <laughs> just a bit. <laughs> but yeah, they're just so perfect. I love the part where they get to the drive-thru and she's like, but I'm hungry! Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. I demand instant gratification. <laughs> I wrote that. That was not an ad lib. No, no, but it, she delivered it in such a way. <laughs> and that, thank you, Obama, was an ad lib. Yeah, I that was an ad make political statements. Oh, John Clark. <clears throat> wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And this is Richard Casto again. Yeah, so uh, Carl is kind of based on my actual position as a manager at a burger place. Oh, okay. Which is funny, come the uh, casting call, when uh, <laughs> Paul's like, this guy is a complete asshole. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I was. <laughs> I didn't say asshole. You said pretty much asshole, I think. No. It was the, the, oh, the guy everybody hates. <laughs> I said guy everybody hates and loves his job maybe too much. Yep. <laughs> this song is called Feeling Good. Oh, yeah. I want to know who Carmen is. I want to. You know, I, I did write a kind of like a side story in the same universe with Carmen and something else. Uh, I proceeded to show it to, jo to Jack Kalk, and he's like, you know, this reads like a script to Tabula Rasa. Dude, I, like, I, I love how you caught yourself just now. <laughs> to Jack, uh, Jack Kalk. <laughs> yeah, the hard worst are called. They want their cock back. <laughs> uh, her yay. yays. I loved her yays so much. She had like 15 of them. I had a hard time choosing which one. Who's the recording? That's me. Okay, I was just wondering because that's the thing in actual places. You'll notice the recording is someone different than the person actually taking your that's, order. I was kind of confused about that. But I, I I figured you knew what you were talking about. 
And then you went to a burger place and that happened to you? Or you will now? Mm. <laughs> no, I am every voice at every burger place. <laughs> oh, Dave. You're killing yep. it. Yep. Oh, Dave and Allison. I love this guy. And those fries, and those apple thingy. <laughs> I think one of my favorite parts of this episode is when uh, it would transfer from the outside to the inside. I would I would um, fade down the filter on uh, whoever's talking through the filter, and then it would sound like it's moving maybe, maybe through the walls. <laughs> I, I thought that was a cool effect. That's a useful one. Keep a hold of that, believe me. Going through walls is fun. Yeah. Oh, and this is 40 more than what I need from you. Keep it. Good day at the casino. I'll say. That's a lot of money you've got, really. <laughs> good. Really good day at the casino, yeah. I like the guy whistling in the background. Like, he has no... The guy whistling in the background? I never heard that. Yeah, he's he's one of the cooks. Made <laughs> by Paul Brueggemann? No. Sound snap. Uh... And the everybody, um, like customer one, customer two, and Allison, they all have different sounding cars. And this one is my car. I went into my car with my microphone and recorded some revving and um, shifting gears and stuff. So, guys, for the record, Paul's car was involved in a bank robbery. Yep. <laughs> We have evidence. And, ironically, Paul Brueggemann is the one who arrests Paul Brueggemann's car. <laughs> or, that, yeah, that's Are you sure? That sounds like Patrick Warburton. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I had Patrick, you know, he... he we go oh. way back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that you, Colin? That I hey I don't work at Burger King anymore. Well, so. I know that. So but was that you? Maybe. Got to get a new job. Yeah, <laughs> that happened like within my first six months though. So I worked there too long. Easy to believe <laughs> that since the malefactors are caught in the irony, this would be an acceptable piece. But in truth, it paints them in a positive light. So I think I had this plan for a while. The first short, Klaus would like. The second short, Klaus would say, sucks. <laughs> so. Should really talk more about the rappers and where we're going. Yeah. Um, you could do that. Well, we are going well, we back to We could talk about sound effects. Hold on. Oh. I should listen to this sound. Wait. Okay. There's a door there! Woohoo! Okay, yeah. <laughs> backstory. I sent this to Colin and he listened to it and he's like, there's something not quite right about this scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's missing a door. It's a door! Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't a door in this scene. I was like, ah! I'm sorry, but this is bigger than the two of us. I like the sound of Perry just smacking him over the head. <laughs> so thank you for putting a door in. Oh, uh, uh, you know. Resolving modifications. 
Reinstalling original programming files. Yeah, this is me making up like I know computer languages. Yeah, uh... Okay. <laughs> What's this about Proctor patching software? What could significance could that be? What's a Proctor? <laughs> Shh. Uh, subtle hints. Oh, and then we have the tutor mod engaging. Ooh. Bassy sounds. Dun, 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 dun. So I should mention, um, since I was trying to wrap everything up by episode 54, I had to drop this. I did have a cut storyline um, where it revealed that the person responsible for the rebels and everything was Dr. Jones. <gasps> you don't say. Yeah, it's just... Instead, we have him leading a time capsule and then getting knocked out, so... Poor guy. And then everyone gets dragged off to be rehabilitated. So, oops, spoilers. Hmm. Well, not really anymore. Sure. <sighs> this was a real productive commentary, you guys. I had fun. I had fun too. Yeah. I have to. We should probably write another short so you know we could do it again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working here. on that slowly. <laughs> I'll be here as always. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and next episode or next episode's the season finale. It's eight pages oh. long, folks. Okay, that's just a wrapper. Don't worry, there will be more. <laughs> Good point. So, and then we get us launch into the next season. Yes, so. that'll be more exciting than anything else ever. No, I don't know. No, no, <laughs> this is seminar. What are you thinking? Okay, hey, don't don't rag on Seminar. I think he's kidding. Oh, you better oh, okay. be kidding. Yeah, you better be kidding. <laughs> I'd, I'd have to break his legs if he wasn't kidding. Yeah. Who, me? No. No, the other guy. Oh, okay. No, the other Landon. All right, folks, it's been fun. I hope you enjoyed this commentary. Um, tune in next month, or in two months, for the season finale. Uh, all right, goodbye, guys. Bye. See ya.